Craft Beer Radio interview from Saver with Blackfoot River Brewing. We've got a whole bunch of people here from Blackfoot River Brewing in Montana, so why don't we go around and get everybody's names and get who they are. Sean Tobin, head brewer. I'm Carolyn Glendening. I used to work in the uh, tap room. And Brad Simshaw, part owner. How do you guys think this event has gone so far with the beer and the food pairings? Oh, I think it's gone wonderful. Uh, the response from the people that have come in has been great. It's great to be here. Uh, actually, better than I thought it would be. I have to say that... Uh, you have had what I consider the best food and beer pairing so far. The scotch ale with the creme brulee was absolutely amazing. I have to compliment you on that. Uh, thanks. Uh, there are a lot of folks have said that. It's a combination that I thought wouldn't go well, but it does. And a lot of folks have said uh, the same thing, that it's their favorite pairing, and we encourage them to do it. So there's some lobbying going on there. <laughs> what inspired you to go for that? I mean, you said you weren't sure about it. Yeah, that's a good question, uh, and I haven't got an answer for you. Uh, it was, uh, they gave a list of the foods that would be available and then some hints on that, and our managing partner, Brian Smith, also part owner, I think made a final selection. I don't know, Sean, do you have any more information on how that went about? He, I think Brian just, uh, he winged it. Yeah, we, we both kind of talked about it a little bit, and uh, he's, his main ideas were going with uh, the fish tacos with the IPA and then the creme brulee and, and uh, with the Scottish. And um, I definitely thought having, you know, something something with a little bit more uh, flavor as far as to go with the uh, IPA and stuff like that was a great idea. And then the Scottish, I was thinking something sweet would be kind of good. And then with the creme brulee, I thought that was a fantastic idea. So I think that, you know, I've explained it before in other interviews, but I'll just go over it again for you guys. I think what really helps it is that you get the caramel instantly from the creme brulee. And then there's the underneath it, there's that the fatty custard. And then the Scotch, the Scottish ale just really breaks through all that fat and you get a huge hit of caramel. And it really just, you know, enlivens everything in your mouth. So it was really spectacular. It's the, you know, the, the top of that's caramelized also. And you get that flavor and then um, nicely matched with the flavor that comes out of the Scottish ale. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Blackfoot River Brewing? Uh, it's not one that most of our listeners are going to be familiar with. Well, it's a, uh, actually, I saw yesterday, I saw Charlie Papazian out here and I blamed him for uh, uh, being here because it's uh, probably your classic startup story uh, my partner first partner Brian Smith uh, still with us uh, we eventually got a third I uh, started brewing in my basement about 15 years or so ago and uh, I got one of these catalogs in the mail that you get that has a list of catalogs get a dollar send them in it was for a James Page homebrew kit in uh, out of Minneapolis and uh, I was working with Brian at the time and I said Brian look at this we can we can make beer. And he goes, shoot, let's do it. And uh, I think it's a classic homebrew experience to where he say, you know, we can make beer, make cheaper beer. And you can. And then you switch right after that going, you know, we can make good beer. And we, we did. And then the third phase of that is, boy, you can learn a lot about beer by doing this. And, and uh, myself uh, being partnering up with Brian is a perfect partnership. He talks about beer and I listen. And we did that in my basement all those years, and I'm still doing it. He talks a lot about beer, and I listen. And you hire good people like uh, like Sean and 
lots of girls like uh, like Caroline here, and it's wonderful to see her here too. So you're in Helena. Is that how you say it, right? Helena, right? It is Helena. Yes. Okay, so you're in Helena, Montana, and. How wide-reaching are your beers from, from where your brewery is? Uh, people here ask us if we are distributed in this area, and we say we go as far east as Bozeman, Montana. So not quite this way. Actually, Sean had better answer. He goes, yes, we're distributed here, right here, right now. Uh, but mostly just within the state. Uh, for a factor, you know, a bunch of factors. One is our, our capacity right now, doesn't, uh, we don't have any more to sell to get uh, go beyond that market uh there's some good markets in montana craft beer wise there's 25 breweries overall um another factor is uh we don't bottle it's all just that we don't filter it's all um uh, draft and you know and doing the tax side of this you know getting into these other states although i think you know you eventually do it uh, there's a whole lot of issues there to deal with too what's your flagship beers your regular lineup and then are you doing anything exciting and different uh, let's see. Right now, as far as our flagship beer would be, basically our uh, IPA, our single malt IPA, which is uh, everyone asks us what single malt is, and it is 100% Maris Otter um, IPA. Uh, we also have two organic, certified organic beers. One's a porter and one's an organic pale ale. Um, we do uh, uh, bitter. We also have, um, let's see, stout. Uh, we do a steam beer. Um, what am I forgetting? You do a California common. California, yeah, excuse me. Forgot about that part. <laughs> but, uh, yes, it is a California common. Um, we also, let's see, summertime we brew a cream. We also do a, a German-style Hefeweizen, um, traditional style, that is. We also, uh, every year we do a Brewer's Reserve, which is different every year, and it's our one bottling a year we do, and... We do uh, um, bottle conditioning on all those bottles. Uh, this year, we bottled, I think, 450. Uh, 450, I think they weren't, they weren't quite 750s. But uh, um, so that's our big, big thing. And then we try to squeak in a few seasonals here and there. But since uh, we are at max capacity, it's, it's really tough to actually get that so we're in the process of um, having a new building built right now so we will be increasing production and then we should always have basically at least two uh two specialty seasonals on and uh as far as doing the sour thing i'd love to do the sour thing because that's uh, i've just been having a great time tasting all the great stuff here so so you got a, I, I imagine a whole lot of great ideas in your head, and you're just like, can't wait to get the new facility so you can start playing around. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> I'm so ready. So, <laughs> but uh, so are our customers. Yeah. yeah, and if you ever saw what our what our facility looks like right now, I'm just I just can't wait for slope floors and trench drains. So, <laughs> so, but uh, we're a pretty pretty compact area right now. So it'll be pretty nice to get get the change. Well, sounds great. Thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate it. Jeff, thank you. Thanks Thanks for doing your show. Thanks, and we hope you enjoyed this Craft Beer Radio coverage of Saver. To find more, visit www.craftbeerradio.com slash Saver. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit www.craftbeerradio.com for more details.